Okay, along with this international proof of vaccination, the federal government also announcing today the cancellation of the wage subsidy, but also announcing a new suite of support for small business. Here is Dan Brisebois, president of the Retail Council of Canada, who joins us now here on Global News Radio. Deanne, nice to have you back with us. Thank you, Jeff. Pleasure. Okay, uh, tell us a bit, if you could, about this announcement. Uh, what will no longer be available to small business, and it's nearly $7.5 billion in new COVID uh, supports uh, that have been announced. Is that enough? Is the replacement enough? Well, let me say that there's lots to unpack in today's announcement. So there are major changes to the subsidy programs, but at the high level, uh, I can tell you that retail councils, please, to see, especially the creation of new targeted supports. One of the concerns we had was that everything would disappear at the end of October and that programs that were still needed by those who were um, suffering, and you know, we certainly have talked about restaurants and gyms and the likes, but we also know that there are still some retailers that uh, need support and are far from being at the pre-COVID level. So, you know, think uh, a retailer selling luggage. Think of mall retailers in some of the downtown towers where there's actually no traffic. So what we're going to be looking at is especially the thresholds to access these different programs, meaning, you know, you have to be down 50%, 40%, 30%. They've announced them, but we don't have all of the details. So more to come. Is, uh, is really what I'm saying. I know Christian Freeland, in the announcement made earlier today, and I'm paraphrasing, said essentially the support cannot continue uh, forever and also said that it is uh, very expensive. But is the feeling amongst amongst the Retail Council of Canada and amongst uh, retailers and small businesses as a whole, is now the time uh, for this to start pulling away? Well, I, I think generally, and I'll speak for retailers here, large and small, is that they were expecting those programs to eventually disappear. Most of the retailers have seen substantial gains compared to last year. So they're slowly but surely doing much better. And what they've told us is if the government is going to continue investing, target those programs for those who are still not at the level they should be at. And Most of our retailers understand there needs to be fiscal discipline. And so now it's really, you know, taking the knife, cutting through, and figuring out who still needs most of the support. So, you know, the service sector, obviously, hotels, restaurants, gyms. And as I noted, those smaller retailers in downtown core or retailers who are selling products that are still not being purchased by consumers. So, you know, think specialty, weddings, uh, graduation, parties. It's starting, but it's still very slow. Some of them aren't even at 30% of where they were two years ago. So if they target uh, the right sectors, we think, and generally our members think that that's a good thing. Okay, is there any fear, are you fearful at all, that this announcement today, again, the wage subsidy uh, will uh, cease as of this weekend and $7.5 billion in new supports uh, coming, but is there a fear, Deanne, that this will uh, result in, sadly, more business closures in the uh, short term and uh, maybe an uptick in unemployment, more job losses? 
Well, certainly in general retail, um, most of the retailers and most of our members have not been accessing the wage subsidy. In fact, oddly enough, uh, most of them are telling us that they're pretty close to pre-COVID levels for sales, especially since most of the restrictions on retail have been lifted with a few exceptions. Uh, Their biggest challenge right now is finding people. And so hiring subsidies are still important. And the minister announced that some of the, the new programs will target the hardest hit and will also focus on hiring programs. But that's a big challenge right now for a lot of our retailers, trying to get people back to work in retail. Joined by Deanne Brisebois, president of the Retail Council of Canada. All of this that we're talking about, Deanne, obviously is uh, making sales and a return of customers more important than ever. And I know the Retail Council of Canada has just completed a survey when it comes to uh, Canadians and Christmas and holiday shopping. Uh, What have you found there? Well, I have to tell you, because I remember you and I chatted about the same time last year, and I was not as optimistic because, as you remember, we were dealing with announcements of brick-and-mortar stores being closed and the likes. However, the good news is this year in serving over 2,500 consumers across the country, they are telling us they want to get back into the stores and they plan to spend, now we say plan to spend, around $792 compared to last year at 693 And we know that usually the actual spend is much more than what they anticipate to spend. So that is good news for retailers, and especially retailers who are looking forward to welcoming customers back in their stores. Is it much like travel, Deanne? Is there a pent-up demand when it comes to Christmas and holiday shopping? As you referenced a a moment ago, uh, there wasn't the ability to get into the stores uh, last year. So is there a a bit of a pent-up demand there, do you think? Is that what's driving some of this? Yeah, you're absolutely right. It is a pent-up demand. If you think about last year, uh, most in most provinces, but Ontario specifically and Toronto, we were told to stay at home. We were told to only get together with immediate family and, in most cases, with people living within your household. Now, people are planning uh, holiday get-togethers with family, visiting others. So all of that is really pent up. I mean, they couldn't do it last year. They know they can't safely do it this year. And so we're seeing that in even the kinds of purchases. And that is not surprising. But because they're going to see more people during the holidays, they're spending more on gifts. Just finally, I only got about 30 seconds, but is your survey and your research showing that people want to get back into stores as well, that they miss that in-person shopping experience? Or do you think a lot of this is going to be online? No, it was surprising to see how high. It was over 80%. So I think people are looking forward to going back into a store and experiencing that live, you know, touch and feel. So we think that the stores will be busy throughout November and December. Well, certainly good news uh, for retailers everywhere. Deanne, always appreciate the conversation, and thanks so much for the time this afternoon. Thank you so much. We'll talk soon. You bet. Deanne Brisebois, president of the Retail Council of Canada, here on Global News Radio.
Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.